Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotofest and Zimware. Rotofest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field, but it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Rotafest Mafia Memoirs this week. I'm Jody. And I'm Rod. And we are the premier software company for detailers on the market. And I'm telling you, we are just having a good time looking forward to Mobile Tech Expo. Hard to believe that we're only a week away. And so we had to squeeze in one last Mafia Memoirs before we go. Um, as always, you know, Mafia Memoirs is sponsored by Road FS, and this year coming soon, some other sponsors. I'm not going to tell you who it is right now, but we actually are getting some sponsors coming online that are helping us out. Um, uh, we're doing a lot more stuff for the IDA, so just keep tuned. Uh, go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel because there is a ton of new stuff coming on, new content with product reviews product demos. We're going to be jumping all over the place and going live to people's shops, showing a bunch of stuff. A lot of it surrounding uh, training and development within the industry. So yeah. it's going to be a busy, busy 2020. And we, well, like I said, we will be there. We're actually traveling there, traveling there early to see some of our customers. And we will have education day, which I will talk about at the end of the, uh, this uh, Facebook live. And but without further ado, we do want to get to our guest, Mr. Chris Lee with McMinnville Auto Detail. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, man. Well, it's great. It, except it's January and it's, uh, it's 45 overcast degrees. and cold. It's 45 degrees. <laughs> we can't complain at all. So it, it, yeah, so you know, yeah, you know, when you talk about time we'll be complaining it's too hot. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never complain about it being he too hot. He's insane. He's like some freaky lizard. I'm like thing. that lizard, man. Give me the heat, baby. So, uh, tell us about uh, where you're at and, uh, you know, how did okay. you get started in auto detailing? So I've been in the auto detail industry for about 19 years. I actually, in high school, I worked at a grocery store in Southwest Washington. And I remember my boss asking me to wash his truck. So I had no idea what I was doing. Grabbed a big jug of uh, Dawn dish soap right off the store shelf and grabbed a white terry cloth and, and just started scrubbing that, that truck down. and vacuumed it and, and did the best I could and he was happy with it didn't think anything about it graduated high school in southwest Washington moved down here worked in a lumber company for about a year um, realized pretty quick that I don't really play nice with a boss don't like being told what to do um, I'm, I'm a little OCD so I always kept my books 
by size on the shelf, kept everything nice and organized. My vacuum lines and the carpets had to be nice. And so I realized I should probably get into something that has to do with cleaning. So I went to Walmart, bought a bunch of products off the uh, shelf, loaded up. I bought a flatbed little trailer, built some sides on it and just started going around town and, and asking people, can I do anything to your guys' vehicles? Well, long story short, um, I'm in McMinnville, Oregon now, been detailing in, in this town for about 15 years or so. Um, I have a brand new shop. I have a 2,000 square foot building that was uh, opened June 1st. Wow. Got my office, got a waiting room. I've got full-time employees. Um, we went last year, we went and, and uh, I personally went and got trained and certified with Rainy Doyle and Diane up in Big Bear. Um, and so who, been, was the, who was the bigger taskmaster, Rennie or Diane? Here, I'm going to guess. <laughs> Look at him cringe. He's afraid to say no, it. <laughs> I, I, let, let, me, let me see if I get this right. <laughs> if, you, if you lean on the car, Diane is going to slap you silly. And Diane is way better <laughs> at interiors than Rennie. But Rennie, it, Rennie stands in the background at attention watching what you do and he is <laughs> Rennie's uh, I, I I just I find that Rennie is very good at directing you in in the correct direction right if you're if you're doing something yes. wrong he's yes. very good at telling you what you're doing wrong so yes and it's it's an interesting experience when you've been detailing as long as I have to go it's kind of humbling to go somewhere and have people tell you what you're doing is maybe not as efficient or maybe is flat out wrong or here's a better way to do it. That takes, it takes a lot for me that first day. And I knew Rennie pretty good before that, but you know, when somebody gets in your face and tells you, Hey, this is what you should be doing. This is what you're doing wrong. This is how you should do it after you've been doing it successfully for almost two decades, that's that's a little bit humbling. But when Diane tells you, you say, okay, no problem. You're right. <laughs> what, you know, what was that internal battle like? <laughs> it's, I benefited greatly from the business aspect. I can detail and I'm gonna, I can brag a little bit. I'm, I'm confident enough. I can detail a car physically with the best of them and know that my customer, no matter who my customer is, is gonna be 100% happy the first time. The skills I have down. The business aspect, no. I have no idea what I was doing. So to kind of backtrack, I ended up detailing out of my garage for eight years. I did one car a day. I, I was only charging 250 bucks. I worked from seven in the morning to three in the afternoon. Then I'd go sit in downtown McMinnville on a sunny day and drink a beer and people watch the rest of the day. Life was great. I had lights on the walls, soundproof room with air compressor. Well, the city finally said no more of that. So I had to make a decision. Do I want to keep detailing cars or do I want to maybe move to central Oregon where it's sunny 300 days a year and work for somebody else? The opportunity came for this building. Um, I, I spent, I took about 10 days. We went on vacation, turned the phone off and just, soul search if this is what I want to do. Do I want to jump into this or do I want to back out and, and just collect a paycheck? So I kept him on and ultimately I made the decision to 
jump into the shop and go all out and, and pursue this. Um, but now I have employees because my body is getting a little tired and I have some young people that have the initiative and want to learn. So I, I train them and, but to go back to your question, it, it was very hard to sit for five days and, and take notes. But what I walked away with after going to Rennie's and Diane is priceless. The business aspect, I, you know, I didn't use social media. I didn't care about marketing or advertising because word of mouth was working perfect for me. Um, and Chris Woolman has been a huge help inside the mafia group. He's just been every time I'm, I'm so computer illiterate. Well, you guys know, it took me a while to, he's been, he's been very helpful. Just, just being in the group and the network, those people are like family. There's not, there's no dumb questions. There's nothing that you can say that's going to offend anybody, you know, other than the usual stuff, but you can, you can go in there with, and nobody's going to judge you. And it's right. It's been amazing. And guys like you make, make it just one notch higher. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of, I, I would, I would mirror that just, just my um, interaction with the, the detailers in the network. And we're a little weird. We know we're weird. So going into <laughs> it, we know that, you know, people, uh, generally the question they ask every software company, what makes you different than the others? We're like, well, we actually work on cars, not professionally, but you know, I have, and um, I, I, I got the opportunity to be the IDA spotlight um, certified detailer this month. And if you read that thing, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> they started working on cars in 1986 and now he's a software guy. What's, what's, what happened? How did that work? <laughs> Even when I went into that, and it was a very similar, um, there's a lot of stuff that I've done that that um, skills like the Rodnecks, you know, they restore cars. Sean, uh, or Shane Mayfield, um, Sean Sepulveda, uh, finer details, you know, those guys, they work on some of these old classics. And it's a different animal. I mean, as you know, the paints that are coming out of 1964, 1957, that's a completely different animal. Um, and so when I went to that, I was, same thing. We went to it. We had the opportunity. At one time, I told Jody, we were sitting there at the Rupes Training Center and staring over the top of me are like five of the premier detailers in the world. And they're telling me what I'm doing wrong. And I literally, I was like, okay, okay, no problem. I got, I got, okay, okay. Right. Because it, it is, it is very, um, it is humbling. It's hard to do that, uh, but it's, but it's also very humbling to have someone else tell you, you need to put a little bit less pressure, a little bit more pressure and just kind of understand where you're, uh, where you need to improve a little bit, especially for somebody like me that doesn't do it every day. We do it, you know, on the side and, you know, right. doing on our own stuff. And, it, and it's easy to not, I was old school. So I was against the whole flex, Rupes, you know, I like my DeWalt. I, I, I used it forever. I, I got it to where it's, it's great. You yeah, know, it's I great. can't wax, wax on, wax off. This big, it doesn't wobble all over, just straight on. You put pressure on it, it's you're right. burning through that fast. Yeah, yeah. Miyagi-san, I got it. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't know any different, it was, you know, it, it's hard yeah. it's hard to do change and you know i knew what my go ahead now if you get the results out of that that's what you get the results out of and if you go to i mean today i don't know what the percentage is but if you go to a body shop a, a real true paint and body shop 
you it, it's a big old dewalt yeah. that's what they used to cut that with man it's on its edge and they're they're going to town and there's guys that have been doing it for longer than you know forever in a day and they get the result out of it that they want on that first cut right right so it's kind of a funny story how i even got involved with with the group if you have a minute it's uh me and my wife were we've been married 15 years well we go to bend four or five times a year it's on our bucket list to move there and we stayed just outside of town well on the way going into bend our sunroof blew out mm. in our on the pilot from the inside out Ooh. which is the strangest thing i don't know if it was i i mean i i don't know i can't figure out how it happened there's no overpasses the elevation gains four thousand feet but there's a million other cars that drive it anyway so i called the detail shop there and said hey you know perfection plus auto detail i said hey i uh blew out my sunroof in my car is there a chance i can have you throw a vacuum in it real quick so we can finish the weekend throw some plastic on it you know and i can get back to portland area yeah no problem so i go in there and hi my name's shane mayfield and so i met him he took the car back there i you know i we were talking about our detail shops and he's like well what kind of ceramic coating do you use and i'm like i uh, I don't do ceramic coatings. I just do because I was still in my garage. And so he's, you know, he told me later, he's like, oh, this guy's pretty hokey out of the times, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> he took care of my car, didn't charge me. Um, and we built a good relationship from that point. I got his number. We talked. I actually went back and called him a year later and said, hey, this was during the time I spent that week deciding if this is what I want to do. I said, hey, would you hire me if we moved out there? Would you hire me? He goes on the spot. You have a job. No problem. Here's the catch. Just like everybody, you're going to get five days paid vacation. That's it. Well, I take eight to 10 weeks off a year and I still do. That's, that's my, that's my one benefit, I guess, of being the <laughs> business owner. And I was like, I love you, buddy, but you know, I, I, I just can't do it. So we ended up staying, but he, he's the one that got me out of his own time. He spent calling me, texting me, helping me improve, making me a better detailer, getting me into the IDA. MTE last year, he introduced me to Rennie. Rennie said, you know, man, I, you know, I talked to him for a half hour. He looked at my website. We, we hung out. He said, I'm skipping the, the, the bypass. Just call my wife. Here's her number right now. Let's get you in. Let's get you signed up. We're going to rock and roll. And sure enough, it, I, I went up there a year, oh, February, no, January of last year. And I've gone to, I went to MTE, went to SEMA. I've gone to every Mafia event that we've had since then. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I talk to Rennie on a regular basis. I'm on all the webinars with them. And that group has, you know, it's just, it's changed my business life and the, friends that I've built is phenomenal. You know, we, we ended up doing transparency. We're in with transparent now. Um, and it's, it's good. I've got, I've got all the yep. certifications and everything up on the wall. Nice. You know, which to most people, they look at it and they're like, Ooh, that's amazing. But it's, you know, it's when you charge a certain amount of money and people are like, Oh, the guy down the street is, is quite a bit less. You know, you can explain, hey, this is why we are trained by the detailers of Air Force One. We're using chemicals that are safe for you. We're not using Armorol. We're not, you know, 
our, I pay my employees a livable wage. We're not, you know, no cash under the table. No, you know, if you leave money or jewelry in your car, you don't have to worry. And those things are the things that I've learned from guys like you and people in the network and just have, you know, people can be your mentor without even knowing it. The right. thing that I like about that story is that there, Shane Mayfield, a member of the Detail Mafia, was willing to train and coach and be a sounding board to you before you even became a member of the Mafia. I mean, he just was willing to help you and give you tips to help you grow your business. Yeah, I, I went over there and to even, to even further that, when he was doing ceramic coatings, he let me spend two days with him in his shop, teaching me how to do a ceramic coating on a car. I think technically before I I was before I even rent a ring, is if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. really and, cool. And, and that's I think that's kind of um, indicative. Indicative, but it's also. It is uh, something I don't think people understand about both um, the IDA members and the Detail Mafia. I think both of those groups of people get a bad rap um, as being kind of standoffish. Um, we've talked about this a lot on memoirs about being the difference between being cocky and confident. Um, <clears throat> I'm not generally a very cocky person about a lot of stuff, but I'm definitely confident about several things. And if people come to me and, uh, you know, I have a small shop here in town that doesn't do anything commercial. I just do stuff for like I've replaced motors for Jody and, you know, I do stuff for myself and I've always got two or three cars in there. But if somebody comes to me, um, I'm very confident in what I can do. I'm also very confident in what I can't do. And then there's that stuff in the middle that you go, you know, I could probably tackle that, but I'm not 100 uh, percent confident in what I'm doing. And I think that's the difference is. Somebody in the, in, the, in the mafia or in the ID will tell you what they can and can't do, right? If I can't put uh, a ceramic coating on because I've never put on, you know, whatever, Ceramic Pro or IGL or Rennie's uh, Inspiration, if I've never done that one, they all have a different property to them. Right. And so you, somebody that knows that, a professional is going to understand that about themselves. And I think that's what cuts when you're talking about cutting the herd on detailers, it's somebody that like yourself that's been doing it for 20 years. You're probably pretty confident if I roll my car in there and you see the scratches on it, or it's been sitting under a tarp for 10 years and it's got some pretty deep cuts. You just, you know, you lick your finger, put it on there and go, that ain't coming out. Right. Right. Whereas somebody that is cocky would look at it and go, Oh, I can make your car perfect. And you're like, <laughs> Maybe I don't think you can do that because when there's primer showing through, you're not going to polish that out. Right. Right. I've noticed everybody brings something to the table. Like I said before, I am learning right now the business aspect of the business, mm -hmm. but I have the experience as far as hands-on. So I'm able to help somebody who maybe is amazing at the business aspect, you know, went to college marketing or, or accounting but maybe is new to that the physical part of the of the detailing so i've noticed in the forums and and on the webinars and when you talk to people at sema and the the after parties man hey how do you do this and, and you feel weird but then when somebody comes up to you hey i remember you had this question 
I'm going to, I can help you with that answer, but I have a question on how do you do a single stage Toyota Tacoma that's three years old, you know? And so that, that part, it goes back to, there's no dumb questions. There's always going to be somebody better than you, faster than you, you know, or that's been doing it longer. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Yeah. That's that's not the point. No, it's not. I think that, and that is, I think that's kind of, to me, it's half the battle in business is understanding what you just said. That was a really important lesson that I learned early in my life. Um, My father, who's a big mentor of mine, uh, when I was a lot younger, I was uh, um, very athletic. Um, Really? Yeah, it's hard to tell now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was... uh, uh, I was extremely athletic. Like, was. I was on a national register for uh, for runners. I was in the Junior Olympics, and I, I did a lot of athletics. And my dad sat me down the weekend of the Junior Olympics, and I had made it all the way through the national ranks and was going to the Junior Olympics finals. And he sat me down, and it pissed me off so bad. He told me, he goes, there's always going to be somebody faster. There will always be somebody better. And if you set a record this year, somebody's going to break it next year. And man, it pissed me off. I thought he was the biggest jerk on this planet. I'm like, I am. I Now, at the time, you got to understand my head was about that big around because I was something, right? And I was like, you, I, do you know who you're talking to? And it really hit me hard the day after the race. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, you know what? He's exactly right. Because the kid that's 15th this year he's going to be first next year. And the kid that took second this year was 17th last year. And it's everybody peaks at a different time. And it just depends on what industry or what you're doing. Right. You see that in athletics all the time. You see it in industries. Um, Somebody that's the top builder this year in any automotive build off is probably not going to be the same one that that wins next year. Right. Right. So, and, and I think it, it helps us as much as it hurts. You know, I know you were talking about a competitor of yours earlier. As much as that feels pressure, it does help Propel you progress. You. Yes. Because you go, oh, that ain't going to happen. And so you step it up two notches and you go in and like I can see right just looking at the back of you that you've got PS storefront going on behind you. And you've got, you know, some other aspects of the, of the business that are, that's fantastic. I think. One of the biggest lessons that I have taken away from uh, Rennie, the Detail Mafia, IDA, the whole industry is, do you want a job or do you want a business? Um, and uh, I, I re- think a lot of detailers struggle with yeah, that exact. Anybody can have a job, yes. but to have a business, um, it hit really hard one day when I was uh, detailing a Harley with a toothbrush and I'm in between the fins and I'm, and I'm, and, and this is just for me to ride it. And, uh, my wife walked by and just nonchalantly, do you own it or does it own you? And in the house she went. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and I wasn't, it wasn't preparing it for a show. It wasn't preparing it for anything. It was just, and I'm like, I am spending way too much time doing this for the result that I'm getting just to ride it every day. Right. Right. So. That kind of, I think that lesson is important in business, especially it's, it's what are your goals? How do you get there? And what's the next thing? And, and make sure that you're achieving the goals you want, but that it's not owning you. 
Right. No, I, I agree 100%. And it's kind of interesting. I've noticed by talking to people, I run my business different and a lot of people don't agree. I run my business <clears throat> to keep me living the lifestyle I want. I live a pretty simple lifestyle, pretty close, debt-free. I'm not out to make as much money as possible, sell my business, retire a millionaire. I want to live my lifestyle where I can take 10 weeks off a year, where I don't have the stress of trying to get every customer, trying to find every way to make money. And a lot of people don't agree with that. Maybe when I'm 60, my business isn't worth $2 million like somebody else's, but I don't have the stress and I let, I, I see other people, other detail shop, anything they can do to make a dollar. There'll be the one thing that, that I always tell people is, because I have people ask me, well, how come you don't want to grow? Why aren't you doing this and that? I would rather be amazing and the best at two things, maybe three things, than be average at 12 different things. Oh, yep. oh man. Wisdom. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that. And that's, I think that's a big challenge for some people. We've, we've onboarded some people on our software and we've downloaded all their services and my eyes just get huge. And I'm like, of these 75 services that you offer, which ones do you really do? make money? <laughs> right. you know? And right. you run a report and you're like, you know, you haven't done 12 of those in two years. You just that. You know, I know there's a couple of detailers that, that outsource stuff and people are amazed that they actually outsource. And I'm like, that is the smartest thing in the world. Why do you need to take on that new skill when there's somebody over here that does it excellent and you can pay them and you can offer that and make a little money and, and go out and do it. There, there's a couple of guys in the group that make a lot of money by just basically subcontracting, having guys come to their shop and do other services so they can focus on the one or two things that they are absolutely amazing at. And it's, you know, I, without saying I don't want to grow, I'm happy in the position that I'm at that I can provide hundred percent satisfaction. I focus on quality instead of quantity. I will never make as much as the next guy down the road, but it allows me to do my lifestyle and, you know, my goal is, is five-star reviews and word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And so I always use that, that line of I'd rather be good at, at amazing or the best at, at two things than be average at 12 things. And I just see that all over the United States with lots of businesses, not just detailing, <laughs> but everybody's out to get the dollar and make as much money as possible and get the cars out, shuffle them on to the next $500. But, you know, and I think it's because I spent so many years in my garage doing one car a day, eight hours a day. It was, you know, perfect. And, and I'm off, you know, so yeah. I, I do run my business a little <laughs> different. I do. I do it a little different. So what but, would you recommend for that up and coming or that mid-level detailer for them to do to be successful in their business? I think you've kind of hit on it, but there are, are there one or two things that you would recommend? Customer satisfaction. If you have to lose money the first year, if you have to redo a customer's card 10 times for free, do it. Mm. Because one bad person can tear down 20 good reviews. That's, that's, yeah, you know, do, do it right. Go, go to Rennie's training first. 
talk, talk to people. I, I didn't have that option 20 years ago, just like most of the people in the group. There, there was no Rennie's training 20 years ago. Yeah. I don't think it, it was close, but the, you know, the, the original mafia people, but I, I had to learn as my first car, my very first car, other than the one I did in high school for the grocery guy, I was a green F-350 four-door 97 power stroke. $65 is what I charged. And I, I, I didn't own a buffer. I just, I ran it through the car wash first took it to a place that I had to work. I, I soaked the carpet, scrubbed them, vacuumed them, put, put I think some Meguiar spray wax or something on it. Customer was pissed. It looked like crap. I mean, looking back, I'm sure it did. It looked like crap. They, they kept it, they, I had to redo it. The second day, it still, he was unhappy. He must've had it done somewhere else or had a car professionally detailed somewhere else. A third day, he finally took it and I lost. I didn't charge him. My point was, is don't just be like, well, it's the best I can do. Learn the processes right. Learn what the customer set expectations for the customers first. Don't say, oh, I can make your truck look new again. Don't, right. Right. Don't, don't do it. I love it's that. Just not, you know, that's just not how it is. Customers have expectations and you have to let them know. But to answer your question, I think customer service is the biggest thing. It's not social media. It's not having the best equipment. I've seen people do some amazing stuff with not so amazing products and, and machinery. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And they know how to do it with that equipment. That's just how it works. I mean, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, we've only seen in the last several years, some of these newer products that come out that make the efficiency and the speed to where you can get it to a certain level. I mean, you know, 15, 20 years ago to get to that level, it was an all day process. And now with some of the products and some of the machinery, now it's, it's hours. Right. And it's safer and, for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Non-toxic, safer for you, safer for the cars. Right. Um, you know, the 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 key there is you know test spots you know the and 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 knowing what combinations work with certain cars certain combinations don't work with certain cars if you got a really really brittle paint you're working on a, a chevy silverado you're not using the same products that you're using on something that has extremely soft paint i mean there's cars out there that i swear i swear that you could use the absolute best premium microfiber towel in the world and it's going to leave little scratches and you're like what is going on i, I have a sob and i swear if i breathe on that thing yeah. i breathe <laughs> on it 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 it's scratched i'm like it's just the way it is it's so soft and and it is just the most delicate of pressure on that car at all to get that stuff to come out but as soon as you wipe it off you're like and it's scratched again yeah. so I think that's that's part of that process of learning is to know that it's each paint is different and each product is different on that particular paint. And that's why I think it is an advantage to have all these um, different companies out there that, are, they're, that have products that are out there, so. But on the other token, it's easy for a customer, myself, I mean, and I know it is for, to buy every product you see. Because everybody's yeah. coming out with something cool. Oh, we got black wax or black polish. And then we have 300 different types and sizes of pads. And you've got Sonax. You've got um, 
the double black line, you've got Maguire's, you've got, um, what's the other one in Germany? Um, Sonax and Manzerna. I mean, you can buy $30,000 worth of products, you know, every time the delivery, it's like the snap-on, every time the snap-on truck <laughs> or the chemical truck comes in, they have a new product. Oh well, yeah. Then you buy it pretty soon. You've got all this stuff that, that you don't need. Yeah. My recommendation for somebody that wants to start is pick up a dealership account. They're not a lot of money, but it gives you a variety of different cars, different conditions, and they don't have to look perfect so you can get the repetitiveness in before you start dealing with, oh, I remember on a Subaru, you can't get water on the alternator because it sits on top versus their first private party is a Subaru and they toast the alternator on top. Yep. And they can also learn what it's like to get your butt kicked by a customer every single day <laughs> every and single get down day. just hammered on <laughs> price and you know, quality. Are you kidding? And... The guy down the street will do that for $40. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So let's let's talk about how people get a hold of you. Um, social media, website, phone number, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So my website is www.macautodetail.com. I'm on Facebook under McMinnville Auto Detail. Instagram, McMinnville Auto Detail. Um, we're in McMinnville, Oregon, which is about an hour, depending on traffic, about an hour southeast of Portland. Um, so we're kind of between the beach and the mountains. Um, you know, you'll see me at all the events. You will see at SEMA, MTE. Yep. If you have any questions or anything I can help with, 503-437-4059. And uh, yeah, this is, it's been fun talking to you guys. I've never done one of these. So I'm sure after I hang up, there'll be about 300 other things I wanted to say. Or, or, <laughs> no, and that's the thing, right? We'll we're do like, the next time. Yeah, yeah because yeah, we're, we're like, all right, 30 minutes. I mean, you could easily go and a full hour on these oh, things. Yeah. And we have so much fun talking and learning people's journey and stuff. And, uh, you know, so thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to, to visit with us. We want to remind you that we will be at Mobile Tech Expo next week um, for Education Day and the entire nice. two days. Um, I speak at nine o'clock, maniacal focus in 2020 on your business. Ah! And I am and, in the afternoon and, and I'm two? just straight up talking about how you can profit by using technology. Yeah. Um, so. Both of them really valuable. And then we will be on site uh, the rest of the weekend, Friday and Saturday. There's going to be a forum on Saturday. We're going to be at the one day training in Melbourne on Sunday. We're all over the place. So if you don't see us, you're not looking. That's right. So as always, thank you so much, Chris. Thanks, Chris. And, and those Thanks. that are tuning in, thank you for joining us for another episode of Road FS Mafia Memoirs. And we will not, well, we may we will check be live. you next week. We're we'll going to be, be live, live from Mobile Tech Expo. So you guys have a great day, and we will see you. Thank you guys very much. Thank Absolutely. you, brother. You have a fantastic day, man.